you can listen to The Front on your smart speaker every morning. To hear the latest episode, just say, play the news from The Australian. From The Australian, here's what's on the front. I'm Claire Harvey. It's Thursday, May 4. There are fresh fears of blackouts because of a big delay in the $6 billion Snowy Hydro 2.0 scheme. This was Malcolm Turnbull's big idea, to turn the hydro scheme into a giant battery that can kick in when energy is in high demand. But it's struggling to meet its targets, and it won't be online until June 2028 meaning Australia is at risk of missing our 43% emissions reduction goal. Finally, the government is moving to fix aged care in next week's federal budget. The $11 billion cash injection will see the government partially fund a 15% pay rise for workers. But is that going to be enough to keep our most vulnerable people safe? That's in today's episode. When I get old, I want to be Mick Jagger. The Rolling Stones frontman is still prancing around arena stages. He's 79, and so is guitarist Keith Richards. Folk legend Willie Nelson is 90. Paul McCartney is 80. If you're lucky enough to have elderly loved ones in your family, these are their people. The rock and roll generation, that is, people born during World War II like Mick and now the post-war baby boomers too, are part of a huge cohort now moving into an aged care system that is woefully inadequate for their needs. Understaffing, poor standards of care, terrible food, and not surprisingly, they don't like it much. That sentiment helped get Labor and Anthony Albanese elected with a clear promise Our plan, registered nurses on site 24-7, more carers with more time to care. That's how a Labor government will solve the crisis in aged care. And now the rubber meets the road. This is a responsible budget that is right for the times and readies us for the future. It delivers on the priorities of the Australian people and it repays their faith That's Treasurer Jim Chalmers delivering his first federal budget in October last year. At the time, inflation, interest rates and the cost of living were on the way up, but nowhere near as high as they are now. And so Chalmers vowed to spend big on other areas. Aged care, as you heard, chief among them. We choose to pay for better aged care and better wages for those giving care. This budget invests more than $2.5 billion to put nurses back into nursing homes improve the quality of food and respond to But the that was seven whole months ago, and questions about how the Treasurer is going to deliver have been swirling for months. Last week, the Australian revealed the government was refining its aged care pledge ahead of the next budget on May 9. The aged care sector is grappling with chronic workforce shortages and shutdowns across the nation. It says it can't realistically meet the requirement to have nurses rostered around the clock by July 1. Some of Labor's own MPs have broken ranks. They agree the 24-7 nursing mandate is probably a stretch. Australia just doesn't have enough registered nurses. 
and thousands left the profession during COVID-19 because of the immense stress they were under. Nurses and midwives demanding the government's attention. We're exhausted, extreme tired. Global competition for nurses is fierce and the Home Affairs Minister, Claire O'Neill, says she's trying to help fix the problem by looking at the migration mix. Determining who should be invited to join us in our national endeavours is one of the most important things that the Australian government does. The Australians also revealed the government's looking into a review of the financial model for aged care. That might see wealthier Australians pay more for care in their old age. Coming up, so are we closer to fixing this problem? A troubled young woman. Her evil parents. We never had any issues between us. Has justice been done? I'm in a prison. Join journalist Richard Gilliatt as he delves into one of Australia's most gripping cases. Shadow of Doubt, a new podcast investigation from The Australian. I cannot find one of these allegations that's possible. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Back in March, the Fair Work Commission declared aged care staff deserved a 15% pay rise. It's a bump the Australian social affairs editor, Stephen Lunn, says is long overdue. Looking after the nation's most vulnerable is an important job, but the $11.3 billion in new money going into the aged care sector from the budget over four years won't save it from its current financial malaise. Far from it. Nursing home providers are hamstrung because the acuity of their residents who are getting older and frailer, mean that they need more and more services each day. To pay for them, the centre may need various allied health professionals, physios, etc. But to charge more for their residents, they need prior approval. And this is a difficult thing to do. So they find themselves losing money per resident per day and it isn't turning around quickly. There's just not enough money in the sector to pay for the older, frailer residents that we now find in aged care facilities. And this 11.3 billion sounds big, but it's gonna flow through to the workers, which is no bad thing. And it sort of hits the budget spot that Chalmers wants, which is to look after the nation's lower paid, but it's not gonna solve the aged care problem. Aged Care Minister Annika Wells tried to get Fair Work to agree to stagger the pay rise, 10% in the coming year, 5% next year. Fair Work said no, the pay rise has to come all at once. The Fair Work Commission rejected the Prime Minister's bid to spread the increase over two years. Jim Chalmers and Health Minister Mark Butler now say they'll foot the bill. There'll be increase in funding for enrolled nurses, for registered nurses. There's wage increases for personal care workers, for recreational activity officers and also for head chefs. Any staff member with a Certificate 3 qualification will also get a pay increase. So it's quite a lot of people within the aged care sector providing services in both residential care and in-home care that are receiving this pay funding, about $250,000 overall. It's a big commitment, the biggest budget boost to any sector. Still, the Health Services Union is pushing for a further 10% increase to wages. 
The Fair Work Commission hasn't ruled on that. They made it very clear in their ruling in November that this 15% increase was an interim ruling and that they would make a final ruling on the 25% overall pay rise. So I don't know whether or not they will rule to provide a full 25%, but it's certainly not out of the question. Immigration Minister Andrew Giles is also expected to announce a new visa pathway designed to attract more skilled workers into the sector. That's on top of a plan to bolster the local workforce through free higher education and training and on-the-job training for students. This funding will help relieve workforce pressures in the sector and it will help the sector increase average care minutes and deliver on that promise of 24-7 nursing. There is an issue with that, though, that there aren't the nurses in Australia to fulfil that demand. And at present, nurses tend to go to other sectors of the care economy. What this will do by increasing the pay of aged care nurses is encourage nurses from other parts of the care economy to move to aged care. So that could help solve that 24-7 nursing problem that has been there. Lenny, you sat through the Aged Care Royal Commission, which must have been pretty gruelling. What sort of level of hope do you have that things are going to improve? I think the sector is a really difficult one to manage. You have older people going into aged care, either in-home care or residential care, at higher and higher levels of need. People are really frail and really old and really vulnerable, needing really high levels of care and support. That's the intensity of the services that are needed and that's driving costs. So it's a good opportunity for us to be looking at how we can best deliver in-home care better. That will be a cost saving and also delivering on what older Australians want. In terms of the quality inside a residential aged care home, it's like anything. There are some good ones, some bad ones. There's a real push on by the government to improve the standard and they just put out some new data this week to show that there has been some improvement in quality of care with more four and five star homes now than there were when the scheme was originally introduced a couple of months ago. Stephen Lunn is the Australian Social Affairs Editor. The federal budget is just days away and it's not just aged care on the agenda. Subscribers to The Australian get first access to all our coverage and analysis in the lead-up and on May 9 at theaustralian.com.au. Access a world of true crime podcasts on Crimex Plus, where award-winning journalists take a deep dive into unsolved cases. Every week, we're waking up to a dead woman, a dead mother, sister, auntie, grandmother... It's not good enough. From the team that brought you The Teacher's Pet, Shadow of Doubt and Dying Rose, unlock early, ad-free and bonus content from brand new series and flagship shows such as I Catch Killers with Gary Jubilant. One was shot in the mouth and I thought he was dead. Another one had been shot with a shotgun and I got the overspray. Search for Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts to start digging deep into the world of true crime.